Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV, where integral members of the WWE, Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Christy St. Cloud started their careers. This is Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, the first online pro wrestling show dedicated to all things women's pro wrestling, showcasing news and interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, AfterBuzz's own gorgeous hosts of wrestling. Bonjour, WPW Warriors. You're watching Women's Wrestling Weekly, the number one women's wrestling weekly show on the pilot. Yeah, yeah, don't, Sarah. Don't, yeah, what's good, don't, Sarah? Don't do that, don't I, do that. I dare you. I dare you to refute that. Today, we have an amazing show. We have WPW Star of the Week, the top women's wrestling news. We have a very special guest. Um, for you guys who don't know, my name is TK Trinidad, a.k.a. the Canadian Assassin. Yeah. Uh, we also have the Rebel Without a Cause. Mm. That's Sarah me. Rebel. That's me. Oh, mm-hmm. I can talk now? Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. And America's chocolate sweetheart, the yeah. one, the only, Evan T. Mac. Um, what's going on, TK? What's going on, baby? Nothing, what's good? Nothing, you know nothing what's all good in the hood? You know and I mean? like I said, we have nothing but amazing <laughs> guests. We have the equal opportunity ass kicker, Ruby Rays. Yo, what's good? <laughs> hey, what's up? Yeah. She looks hella scared. She's like, what? <laughs> Is happening. We let we had her here burning up in this room for like twenty minutes. Oh yeah, minutes prior. Tony, can you turn on the AC too? By the way, my we bad. Got, we got it's cool. It's only like one hundred and five outside, guys. It's yeah. Cold. Oh, that's true though. It is like <laughs> it is like Arctic in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you for coming you. in studio. Um, I'm already apologizing in the beginning because sometimes it gets a little crazy when guests come in the studio because they're like. <laughs> Some of them just don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you tell anyone that? But, but, but this show is kind of magical because yeah. whenever you say, like, wherever you want to go, mm-hmm. like, say if you want to go, like, to Japan and make a million dollars, it's happened. Is this guaranteed? We are success. We're two for two. I All right. That's 100%. That's 100%. I didn't Chelsea. Also. Oh, Yeah. So we're three for three. Three for three. three. Okay. 100%. So right. She's like, let me just start my list right now. <laughs> I'm thinking. All right. So, I know, right? Um, so let's uh, hit that news real quick, Tony. Women's Pro Wrestling News. All right, take. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, man. The May Young Classic Part Duh. Shape it up. See, that was for them French Canadians out there. See what I'm saying? Okay, that's about okay. as far as I go with French. That's about it. <laughs> Croissants, baguettes, and that, that number. Wow. That's about it. But, like, <laughs> but no, so like, shape it up to be like really amazing. There's a, The list is getting crazy. Um, of course, one of the headliners is Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. Um, probably everyone's favorite. Everybody I think is going to win. win but, that, but that is like Caitlyn and Casey Catanzaro and Rhea Ripley, Nicole Matthews, Jeannie, Deanna Perrazzo, Tegan Knox, Jessica Alabon, Reina Gonzalez, Mia Yim, Mercedes Martinez, Crystal. Like it's like a killer Kelly. There's like a mm-hmm. lot of people slated to get in this Mayon Classic too. Like, what are you what are you thinking right now as far as it's shaping up and as far as like some of the same names coming back from that was from the first one and then uh, and the mixed with a few new ones? Like, what are you what do you what are you expecting out of this? I think with the the, the the people who are coming back, that it would kind of suck if they don't get signed. 
I feel like you bring them back for the second time, then for like what? they yeah. need to sign them. It's kind of I feel like you need to do that, but WWE doesn't follow. Right. You like know. why hasn't Mercedes Martinez been signed like mm. a right. long time ago? Like what's up? What's yeah. happening with that? Um I actually don't think EO Shirai is gonna take it because I feel like the WWE is gonna be like, No, we had our really good Japanese girl win last time, mm-hmm. so we're not doing it this time. So I actually What think was that uh what Accent was, was that, that was, that was <laughs> my stern white man. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't, it, it wasn't enough sh- mouth jiggle. You're like, Oh, this is what we're gonna do. Down with the no, establishment. This was somebody, this was just a white man, general. Okay, all right, it sounded very southern, midwest. I'm the f- yeah, I didn't know who it was. Yeah, yeah. I was confused. Okay, just okay, so it's white man. All right, so everyone, <laughs> that's the poll question for today. Send me in your white man voice, let me know because apparently I'm doing it wrong. Well, according you know. to TK, what's your white man voice? I don't have white yeah, man voice. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Listen, the shade is real up shade in this is piece. Real, Anywho, so uh, who do you think is going to win? I think Deanna Perazzo is going to surprise everybody. Okay, uh, all right. Do you have any thoughts on any of the wrestlers that are competing? Anyone you're like looking forward to seeing? Or oh, I totally look forward to seeing Mercedes in this again, and of course, uh, Deanna. I don't think I don't know if that's going to be a surprise one though. She's really good, mm-hmm. like super good, super talented. Yeah. So. I, I personally would love to see that, too. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, any NXT people coming back? Not, not that I see on this list. Yeah. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, not on this list. Well, I wonder if that, if with the evolution that's coming out in October, mm. if the NXT, like some of the women are going to be going into that, so they're not going to like put them in the May Young. Fair. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what's happening. Uh, I am working on... Um, uh, getting us to host the May Young Classic, like talk about it, That'd be dope. break it down. Yeah. So you know, um, you probably will see us in the next hour. I like so that. I like that. We, we chit chat about the May Young Classic. So oh, definitely yeah. do do that. So I'm um, definitely excited. Some more wrestling to watch, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what 20, 30 hours. Girl, just, listen. Just, just how, Especially just how. with the ladies, man. My goodness. Yeah. I appreciate you, Tony. I think. I guess we are we done. We done. I guess we're. I guess That's we're done. It? I guess. I guess we're Tony done. Said, Move the hell Tony said, Tony, the producer. Like when we first started, right. it was like, uh, uh, you know, we are equal. Man. But now Tony's just like Tony plays no games. Yeah, he plays no games whatsoever. He's taking the baton he and us, run with yeah, this. He He's... shows us his, his displeasure when <laughs> things are not going. This is become. <laughs> I blame you. He rules with an iron fist, yeah, man. When, when he's not <laughs> really <laughs> happy with things that are going on. But anyways. <laughs> All he did was ring the bell, too. Yeah, like, man, he's like, there's you, a lot he of He rang it in an angry way. You, you could hear the sass in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Ruby, our guest. What up? Oh, hey. Yeah, She's like, up? wait, what's, what what's happening now? I'm here. Um, so uh, you, I've heard that you're a huge fan of GLOW. Did you get to watch the second season at all? No, actually, I don't have Netflix right now, so I can't watch. <laughs> I can't watch the second. Steal somebody else's account. What's, what's... Uh, come on, I can't do that. Oh, you got it. Oh, I don't Whoa. even know whose account I have. I don't either. I think I'm on my mama's or somebody. You can't one do of my that? friends. No, I'm oh, not gonna okay. take someone's account. No, no, you don't take their account. You just, you just, <laughs> you just add. Yeah, you just they add you to the account. Yeah. Oh. yeah what are friends for? Friends, that's I, don't I don't even think my friends have Netflix right now. Like the people I hang around with, they don't even have Netflix. Oh no! Okay, we'll get you. We'll get you hooked up with the fan to get you some Netflix. Like, yeah, yeah. I got. We can, we can steal somebody. I got like four people that. Probably yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does. All right. So, what do you? So, eventually, you're gonna see. Glow. Eventually, I will watch the Glow season two. Yes. Now, what did you like about that show? Or yeah. like, you know, women's wrestling in that entertainment format? Glow in general, mm-hmm. like Glow. Sorry, Glow, Glow, like the original Glow or the Glow. Now, you can glow. break it down, both, oh, both. Yeah. Oh, all that. Oh, I can tell you, I, I love the original glow. I absolutely adored the original glow. That was like 
I honestly think the original glow helped make me the woman I am today because seeing at such a young age all these women like empowered and stuff and mm-hmm. only everything about what they were doing mm-hmm. they were owning like they were owning their their personas their bodies their sexualities mm-hmm. you know what they were doing in the ring mm-hmm. you know everything they owned everything about that show is and seeing that as a like a little kid i was like yeah i could do that too like it you know hollywood mm-hmm. hollywood's doing this i could do this mm-hmm. you know and it was just it was great seeing all that as a child so growing up um you know, watching that as a child and growing up and growing older and watching wrestling. And then you see almost not a resurgence of that, but kind of like when you see China coming out as the dominant, like total female too, like it totally brought me back to like the original glow. Like, so that was kind of like the driving force growing up was seeing these women in power and not only from glow, but I feel like that helped expand out. So I'm looking for other women in power Mm, in different areas, not just in wrestling, but in, you know, social and political and in music, you know, I feel like that was like such a huge inspiration as a child and like really helped what pushed me towards who I am today. Now, where do you think I had this discussion? So we were in the, the, you know, the Me Too movement, the women's movement. Then we had um, women's evolution that's coming Um, as a, a female wrestler. Do you feel like now you have more freedom to ex like um kind of give all of you or do you feel like there's still like a box as far as you know you can only do this because you're a female Mm, i think um there's a lot of you that you can give at least uh, i feel that i could give i know it's a lot different though when i'm talking to other females in wrestling you know i've talked to old timers in wrestling that have been around for a long time that have gone through the struggle that Mm -hmm. don't like things like intergender wrestling right when i when i say you know I'm, i'm looking for a guy you know or I just had a match. Why would you have a match with a guy? Why are you taking a spot away from a woman? Mm-hmm. Like it becomes mm-hmm. very, uh, what's the word? Kind of heated. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's so much that you could give and so much myself that I could give not only, uh, professionally in the ring, but I try to also, you know, on my own, go do, you know, activist work on my own. Um, there's a couple of people that I've helped with their theses and stuff like that, just being a female wrestler and giving our opinion, my opinion on what female wrestling is now and then right. because it is a huge topic. Mm-hmm. And it's not just here in the United States. It's like this in, you know, the UK and other places as well where mm-hmm. maybe it's been a little bit more blown up than it is. But, like, I'm seeing, like, this huge surgence here in America. So I think I'm going in circles. But <laughs> there's a lot that you give, but there's still, I feel, some points that you kind of almost have to hold not really hold back. I do my thing. Yeah. Whatever's going to happen, I'm going to do my thing. And people, a lot of people don't like it. A yeah. lot of people don't like that I fight men. A lot of people don't like that, you know, the other day I stepped in the ring with Eric Watson. I looked him in the eye. I'm like, let's go, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hard. It's yeah. a little hard. It's And it's different now. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, if you take China, for example, she mm-hmm. was an amazing, badass woman. But you have um, both men and women who are like, oh, well, she's too muscular. She's too this. She's mm-hmm. too this. And they're stripping away... You know, because a woman could be whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they define themselves as. But I feel like sometimes you, you once you step outside that box, you're like, oh, well, she's she's not that great because she wasn't like other women. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of I'm I'm conflicted as far as not necessarily where women should be, but where we're going to evolve right. with everything that's going on. You know, the fact that, you know, we have we're not even going to go into too much politics, but we have the whole thing where men, they're getting ousted all the time. Some of them are true. Some of them are not true. And now it puts them in a position where it's like, well, what can I say? What can I say? Obviously, grab by the pussy is not the thing to say. But Pro tip. yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't say um, that. but, you know, now they're kind of in that position. So now where does that leave both men and women 
and that stuff. Yeah, you're in a very interesting place. Yeah, right very, now. very interesting place. Yeah. But I do like the fact that you had created a list and Joey Ryan was on that list and you um, went up against him. Do you have like a new list that you have created as far as people you want to go up against? No, actually, no. I mean, I, I like have in my head like these people. And honestly, at this given point, it, it's kind of shifted back towards females again, because mm-hmm. before I had a list of guys that I want to wrestle these guys. And I've filtered through a lot of that list and kind of it's shifting towards females now because there's a lot of really tough females out there that yeah. I haven't even gotten to, you know, touch. There's a uh, Harlow out in the East Coast, you know, mm-hmm. I finally got to wrestle with Jessica Havoc, but there's so many other girls like Kimberly. She's a tough little cookie, mm-hmm. you know, um, people like that. So it's kind of veered more towards females right now because I've been doing a lot of guy wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, how do you, how did you uh, develop your character? What goes into developing your character and your persona in presenting yourself like two crowds and stuff like that? What, what was your process? Be true to myself. <laughs> it, it really is. I'm, yeah. I'm not too far off from who you see in the wrestling ring. Yeah. Um, it's not uncommon that I have gotten into actual fist fights in real life. It, mm-hmm. It's happened. It, I was born into a fighting family. And when I, when I say this, I mean, you know, when we were children, they would put boxing gloves on us and have a spar with our other cousins. Mm-hmm. And guy mm-hmm. girl, it didn't matter. You're right. getting in there and you're sparring with your cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother is a state championship wrestler. Yep. My dad was a wrestler and a boxer. My grandpa was about, like, nice. worse, not only just physical combat, but also social activists because mm-hmm. my family was involved in the farm workers movement nice. with Cesar Chavez. So I come from a family of fighters. It's always been in me to stick up for the underdog. Mm-hmm. I've gotten in fist fights before because someone was beating the crap out of someone. I'm like three on one. I'm not going to stand for that. Right. Um, equal opportunity ass kicker I've gone up against guys in fist fight in real life too Damn, not that, okay. I'm not, I didn't say I was the smartest person but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know these these things aren't uncommon so it wasn't uncommon for me um, it, in my head I saw nothing wrong with coming into wrestling and wanting to fight guys because mm-hmm. I've, these are the things I do yeah your you know? perception's a little different because of how you were raised you know so your thought process is you don't, you're not seeing like a man like, like you're, you're just I'm gonna fight somebody yeah. You know, and I, that's just that's a little bit different as far as um, that goes. But what, what does wrestling mean to you, though? What is like sports entertainment mean to you when you when you step into that ring? How do you feel? What does it do? Is it an empowering moment or is it just is it a gig? Is it like a means to an end? Like what what is wrestling? <laughs> it's always an empowering moment standing in there in front of a crowd and, you know, capturing them and getting their attention and seeing how they react to you. Um, for me, professional wrestling is. I don't know. It, it was something that was always there in life. Wrestling was always there and fighting was always there. So this is um, like my culmination of always being involved in sports when I was growing up and mm-hmm. always I was in theater nice. growing up right. as well. Like I did theater and musical theater mm-hmm. for about a good 12 years, 13, more than that. And I grew up in sports mm-hmm. and, you know, basketball. They say it's not a combat sport, but whatever. A bunch of that. I was in cheerleading. I, I've always been in sports and I've always been in acting. So this is kind of like a good culmination of like all of it put together. And then you get to put your favorite parts of both of them out on display. Mm-hmm. So you started off as a manager. What made you want to make the transition from managing into wrestling? Like, mm. was there a moment that kind of sparked that decision for you? And, and you know, could you speak to that a little bit? Um, there was a definite moment, but it was kind of like a feeling that had been growing while I was managing because um, when I was managing, I managed for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, there was hardly any females in Southern California. We were looking at like Thunder Kitty, Tara Calloway, Katana Vera, mm-hmm. Candice LeRae, Nikki, the New York Knockout. Mm-hmm. That was about it. And so um, I'd seen like a definite lack and I'd watch the females and I'd be like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Come on, I could do that. I could only do that. And then um, it, it it almost had seemed like it was getting worse because 
not saying that you can't get better, but if you're only wrestling the same person over and over and things get stale after right. a while. And so I was like, dude, I feel I felt a need to come and help women's wrestling. I'm like, I feel like I get in there and shake things up. And as a manager, I got called out to a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I had to do a singles match. And I was only a manager. I didn't have full official training yet. Right. So I had a singles match against a guy named Chris Evans. And that was like the defining moment. I'm like, no, I totally got to do this. Cause mm-hmm. I went out there. I did like this 12 minute match. I lost within the first two minutes. One of my fingers was broken. Oh my God. Like I came out <laughs> bruised up and broken fingered. And I was just like, yes, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it just drove me. And then people like had a really good reception to that match because I wasn't like the tiny little female that you usually see, right. but I was out there and I was wanting to kick his ass. And, you know, he was just giving back to me just as bad. So that was my defining moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What did you, what would you, how was you, so during that match, what are your feelings during your first match? Like, give, give me like your emotion. Like, you know, was it, were, you, were you afraid? Were you excited? Was it nervous? Like, were there jitters? Like, we gotta, let's just do this. I think it's more like, let's just do this. Because, um, so I, w- I was managing Tyler Bateman. And so uh, for this match, Tyler Bateman was my manager. Mm-hmm. He came up with me, and um, I remember standing there before I broke the curtain. He's like, "Are you okay? You gonna be okay? You gonna be okay? You got this, right? You got this. You just need to breathe, right?" And I'm just, and I was, I was like dead face calm. I was like, mm-hmm. "Dude, I'm cool." Yeah, I've been nervous as hell. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I had like no, no emotional right. nervous. I was just like blank. And when I went out there, I was like, "Yeah!" Like, there's no, ner- there was no nerves there. And for some reason, that's just kind of been like the good spot for me. Right. It's just to not be nervous yeah. at all and <laughs> just be calm before I go out couple of times sometimes it'll get me every now and then but um it was there was let's do this yeah different there's different types of ways you handle like scenarios you know some people like are good nervous some people just that's just how people are you right. know what i mean like like before i like before a big game when i used to hoop it i used to always get butterflies in my stomach I, I don't even know why i used to be like that you know what i mean like, are you good i'm like i'm good yeah <laughs> i don't know why i'm tripping but i'm good but i don't know man it's that's just how i always was so like i respect the person that's like i don't know so that you know, that's, yeah that's kind of like a couple of times i've had a, a couple of big matches lately and like, hey you doing all right you okay and my response is like, yeah, I'm going to die. <laughs> but it's good. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like, too, if you're an athlete, even though you might get those, like, your definition of butterflies is, you know, way less, I think, um, compared to uh, the average person. Because you're, yeah. you know, you're, you've been doing this day in, day out for how many years? Like, you did track and stuff like that. You know, oh, yeah, before a big meet or something. It's well, just before weird. anything, I come to the point where it's just like, all right, well, nobody's going to die of the situation. Yeah. Like, I've I've had far worse and I'm good. So I've kind of it's kind of helped me to train my mind to that point where it's just like all right you know you just, if you prepared for it mm. now you're nervous if you didn't prepare for it then you should be nervous but yeah. if you prepared for it then you should be good. But that's like bro it's, it's, a, it's a game man. Yeah like, nobody's but, dying. But they're like you ain't going to war. You're like, yeah. yeah play that game. Yes. He's always saying Evan you going to war? Well, I'm like no. And you are going to war. Because <laughs> Evan it's just basketball. You're just you're just shooting the basketball. <laughs> um, so uh, WWE did get work uh, get rid of the word diva and you have said on plenty of occasions that you're not a fan of the word diva is that the stay the still the same sentiment towards that oh yeah what's your what's your feelings towards that uh, what, yeah. why does that word rub you the wrong way it rubs me the wrong it way. is like a negative connotation yeah. though is it, it is. really yeah a diva is a female version of a gangster the, uh, listen wow. I listen to whatever Beyonce really just... whatever whatever Beyonce, oh, Beyonce we, version you need to cut that That's please amazing. cut that out no, yeah. yes. <laughs> no don't clip that you gotta clip that that's gonna appear somewhere no, don't be listening to Beyonce. Beyonce don't even know what she is half the time. What? What? Half the time. Yeah, I said that. I said that. I did. Oh, clip snap. that too. Clip that too. <laughs> you can clip that. You can send that back and go wild. Sometimes he did, sometimes he did, sometimes he did. Word up. So. So. Yeah, oh, she's like, oh, damn. 
true. That's what? the quietest I've ever heard, TK. Beyonce is sometimes this, sometimes that. I ain't the first it's one. an evolution of Beyonce. I ain't the first one to say how that. How dare you? <laughs> so, about your feelings about the world. <laughs> we can Diva. get back to that. We can get back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to end up dead after this show. Probably Beehive. I'll send you his address. That'd be like, I'll real. Be, mm. I was All scared right. when I said it too. Go ahead, y'all. I barely got it, it out. All right, right. So, do you need a bodyguard? Listen, I, I need you, girl, for okay. real. You bought your own right Can't believe so, what I just said. <laughs> so, still same feelings for the word diva. It's just like it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. Because I, I have been around the wrestling uh, business for so long that obviously the way people view women has switched. It's changed up a lot, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of that old mentality yep. as well. So quick story. So the very first time I went out, uh, I was hired to manage people. Uh, the promoter had told me, he's like, you know, I always see you here. You're always with these guys. Mm-hmm. I do mind managing these guys, you know, mm-hmm. this and that. I'm like, uh, I look at him, I'm like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that's fine. So this is what he said to me. He's like, okay, next time. The boobs, the hair, the makeup, everything. Go. Remember, like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, that was yeah. normal. Yeah, like, I, I feel like that's, like, you know, you could be whatever you want. You want to flash your, you know, titties. You want to, you know, bring it all out. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Do it. But when someone tells you, totally, I feel different. like that's what the word diva is. Like, they're telling you who you are. And you need to be, like, a diva from the 90s. And you need to do this. Oh. Kind of, so that's how I feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and I'm sure a lot of it came from that one interaction. I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but so to your point though, like just TK said, they they stopped using that word WWE though. Yeah. They like just they acted like they never used it at all. Well, like, <laughs> they, they they have mentioned like they've changed. Like there's no reason why there there there's a men's and you know not a women's. It makes sense, but I, I guess maybe I just don't feel. I don't feel the same way, but I think right, it's just right, based right. off of where you where you come from. Not to say it's bad or good, right. um, but you know, I, I I've seen a few interviews and like you you were like, and I can understand in the business how you would feel that. Yeah, way. when so, I was growing up though, when I heard the first time I ever heard diva was because of In Vogue though, and that was never yeah. like a bad thing. Though. Yeah, like they would call them like they would call In Vogue diva. So I thought that was just in like Vogue, powerful. Houston, right, yeah, Carrie. I just know that they, when we were growing up, that was like like that was just a powerful woman. Yeah, powerful, powerful black woman that sang. Mm-hmm. You know right, what but I mean? that's why diva bothered me when I was growing up because I'm like okay they're not divas though they're wrestlers they're athletes mm-hmm. they're you know mm-hmm. they're doing the same things a lot of times that guys can do even when that they don't it. get to mm-hmm. so why are they being called that? like we don't call the guys operatic singers so I don't it's know it's just really though. weird to me as a kid I was like why, why are they divas, divas? Yeah, yeah yeah like if it doesn't fit your character too like would you think that like Paige or or you know that like there were different people who you were like the word diva doesn't even fit right this character right so, like I, I think I if, you, you, if you look at me in the ring you're like you need to look at me and say that's a diva you I think when you say diva you say confident so if you walk that's when you I walk th- down when you walk down to the ring you're walking like I'm this badass bitch and come and test me that to me is a diva yeah that's but what again it's just Every, everybody's different so yeah. I, I, I get I get it from both, both sides. sides yeah um, so is it still easier because I'm seeing obviously we're women's wrestling weekly where we interview all women's wrestlers um, are you is it still easy to book uh, matches as a female wrestler as um, like for men like you just see them all over or is it getting kind of on the harder side because there's so many women wrestlers now yeah, that's, that's a good question not in SoCal there isn't <laughs> <laughs> so you're still good but for there, yeah at least in SoCal I mean um 
there at one given point not that long ago I had a list going we had like actually 30 some female wrestlers in Southern California and I, for some reason a lot of them had dissipated and they've you know either decided they just want to work for these one or two places or whatever so in, in Southern California at least you know it's it's relatively easy at least for me to get booked as a female wrestler now right. when it comes to traveling mm-hmm. that's a lot different um it's it's hard just being in California and traveling period because we're so far away from right. like where all the good wrestling's going. Right, Not right, good right. wrestling, well, all the wrestling because there's good wrestling here too. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Ohio, New Jersey. Yep. When you want to go to all these places, it's so much easier for them just to pick up someone from another state away or two states away rather right. than you know all the way across the country. So here it's okay, you know. No. I want to go more to the East Coast again. Is that, your, is that your plans? Or <laughs> do you want to do more East Coast stuff? That's not my goal. Like, no, that's not my wish. I don't want to use my wish on that. Do I have to use my wish on that? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Because yeah, if our wish is like... Yeah, okay. Yeah. If it's just one <laughs> thing. I'm saying if it's just one thing. Hold on. <laughs> you just whisper um, headliner wrestling. But what is, what is your one thing? Like, is it... I, I've seen that you said that your WWE is not necessarily the thing. Is that still the same? Or are you looking for impact? Are you looking in Japan? Are you looking in Mexico, Canada? What's, what's, what's your... The next kind of uh, goal at, at this given point i'm i'm really not sure at, at one point i was saying the goal was to travel and I, I got to do that i've gone you know all over the united states i got to do the crash in mexico um i would love to go to england there's my thing i'd love to go to england uh, to go train with the knight family for a little bit and Dope. do some uh, uh bellatrix shows out there and stuff okay. like that um, but as far as like end goal, total goal right now, I'm, I don't think I really have one anymore because life has changed so dramatically for me mm-hmm. in the last year alone, um, between having surgeries and like family stuff going on, like it makes you see a whole bigger picture. So mm-hmm. where I was traveling a lot, like I'm trying not to travel so much right mm-hmm. now because I, I want to make sure everything's set at home and everything's okay before you go do anything. Cause I, I'm a firm believer in family first. So, right. um, for me right now, what I would love to do, though, is to go to England. Uh, WWE is not an option for me, mm-hmm. and it won't be an option for me ever, 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 because I have a medical condition. Okay. So they're like, eh, sh- no, yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, Impact is looking pretty tasty, though. Okay. Impact is looking pretty tasty. They're bringing in a lot of really good female wrestlers right now. So what is the difference as far as WWE's, um, I guess, health standards versus Impact or uh, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor? Um, from what I've been told, because I, I was up for some uh, extra work in WWE in oh, Kentucky and Ohio. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first heard that I wasn't eligible because I send in my physical and I have an enlarged spleen, which is just random medical condition. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It's just there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they told me just straight up. No, no, not unless you're getting your spleen removed or it's resolved. We're not going to use yeah. you. Which is fine. Hmm. I okay. understand. It, it is a it is a liability because if you get take a really hard impact, it could burst or rupture. Uh, okay. You yeah. know. Okay. Um, but from what I heard, everybody else is a lot more lax with things like that because mm-hmm. as a wrestler, you do know how to protect yourself. You know how to protect your body, and I've been working with this for X amount of years now. So mm-hmm. I trust myself, you know, right. and I trust I trust other people. So yeah. I just hear they're a lot more lenient. But when it comes to like WWE, it's it's more on point when they're yeah. health. So are you looking for? Impact? Or are you looking to travel to England? I'm just trying to lock down this. This wish. I was this wish. I mean, just you know, we we are successful uh, and stuff like that. Probably go with uh, England. Okay, I'm gonna go with England. All right. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wish. <laughs> did you uh, do, do you uh, look? Did you look up to any wrestlers as on the come up? Like any female or male wrestlers that kind of inspire you, or you just remember watching and be like, oh damn, that's pretty dope. Um, inspired like when I was coming into training. Yeah, why not? You know, I mean, anyone that caught your eye that you were like, okay, she's badass, and like, uh, she's dope. Yeah. Um, 
So, B-Boy? <laughs> Actually, I used to watch B-Boy's uh, matches like when he did the Ted Petty Invitational and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, he's a really cool wrestler. So I get to like fast forward, you know, X amount of years later and then getting to wrestle him was like, ah! Dope. Got that little moment. Um, but honestly, I was really inspired by the people who were around me a whole lot at the time, which would be like uh, Bad Dude, Tito, Che Cabrera, Tyler Bateman, like a bunch of the um, older older school guys from Santino Brothers were the ones who I really looked up to. And I, I loved watching them wrestle. So those were my like big inspirations. Awesome. Um, so as far as intergender, inter- intergender matches, so you have like more of a list for women. Are there any men that you want to go up against? Uh, Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy is a big one. Like, I met him in about 2008 or so, and I thought he was a fantastic wrestler back then. And so seeing him, like, evolve and seeing his character evolve, like, to his little bit more psycho psycho persona that he is now, I I would actually really love to wrestle him right now. So Joe Gacy. Okay. Oh. Oh, damn. (laughs) And now um, you studied a psychologist and you're a published scientist? Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> Can you? Uh, I'm just. I'm, I don't know. I just feel like throwing out like the periodic table or something. And be like, yo, fill that in. Well, I mean, Xavier <laughs> what? has. What? That's not psychology, though. First of all, wait. wait first a minute. Of all that. Second of all, wait. When someone That's tells science, you they like science, you're like, mm, I don't believe you. <laughs> that just show said, me on okay. this chart <laughs> where the argon is. Listen, oh, I just, I take. Listen, I don't, I don't know. Throw around scientists too lightly. How many man? people throw around scientists? That's why I'm the only person I can think of is Xavier, who That's has a PhD. You do though. I'm just, Have I'm you just shown him okay. a periodic table? <laughs> she said, okay. That's some science gatekeeping, and I won't stand for it. There was no judgment. <laughs> I was impressed. I don't know. I feel judged. No, I swear to God, I was impressed. <laughs> uh, can we get the periodic table on the screen? I want to see what Evan... I'm really salty, because back in the day, I just failed that test miserably, man. Oh, man, it was brutal. I have, like, dreams of just... The noble gas is the noble gas. Shout okay. out to my terrible science teacher. Just put a blank piece of paper down with squares and was like, fill this in. Sad. You're thinking that scientist is only like science. Like I don't even know what science you're thinking of. Like, science. So psychology is a science. Listen, I'm digging up. I'm digging up some some stuff in my past. I apologize. I don't mean to project okay. this on hey, you. Really. Hey, I, I studied psychology. If you don't, need a therapy session after this, don't hurt me, girl. Please. <laughs> Listen, it's hot today, y'all. I'm for real. I'm going through a couple of things. But anyway. You know how you like come back and do the, the host <laughs> I'm impressed by that achievement. I'm sorry. I am. Thank you. I'm sorry. I was running too much to me. Oh, you don't have to be sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What, what made you like shift gears, though? You know what I mean? Because that's actually a legit, legit profession that you could get into and delve into. Is it literally just your passion for wrestling that said, you know, because let me just let me work on this because you can get to psychology at a different point in your life? Well, yeah. And there, there's the thing I, I did go. I went through. I got my master's, uh, did all this and that, did did research, wow. you know. Um, did a year of post research where I'm not even wow. getting college credits. I'm just doing research for the That's fun of it, you know. Nice. <laughs> um, awesome. Got published, went to all these conferences and stuff like that. And out of, uh, I went, did my master's at USC. Nice. Out of yeah. USC, I got hired for this really big company. I don't want to mention them by name, but there's this really big company that I got hired by. And I was, yeah. uh, I was doing applied psychology, which is research. I was doing research for the company in marketing wow. and like company research on the students and this and that and blah, oh. blah, blah. Okay. Jeez. And, uh, Ooh, Facebook. Almost, I got a little. I got a little close to mentioning stuff. There. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing was, I sat there. You know, you're sitting all there day looking at numbers and looking at all these things, and I was just like, 
this is soul sucking. Yeah. Mm. I am doing nothing that I absolutely like. I, I love, I, I love psychology, but it's not like that what I was doing in that job. Wasn't like a huge passion. Like mm-hmm. when I was doing research, I was passionate about that. Cause I was doing a excessive internet use addiction research and neuroscience Whoa. and nice. neurocognitive stuff. And that stuff mm. that was really driving. Like that was really cool. Like mm-hmm. I had no problem, but when I'm sitting there and I'm just crunching numbers and doing like basic research and when mm. it comes to research for companies, it gets really like, yeah. dumbed down a whole lot yeah. so it just it became soul sucking and i was i was doing wrestling at the time as well obviously and i was just like okay my body is going to last x amount of time yep. mm-hmm. but these companies and my degree are always going to be here right. so if i'm going to do something i need to do wrestling right now and go at it right now and i left that job i went and took like a menial part-time job and i did just professional wrestling for three and a half years nice um, now, how do you apply what you learned with your um, master's in psychology? Do you say PhD? PhD? No, master's. master's. Master's in psychology. How do you apply it to wrestling? Um, it's really interesting because when I was at USC, I was doing a consumer-based psychology. So mm. I got to learn a lot about branding. I got to learn a lot about marketing. I got to learn a lot about how, you know, the colors on the AfterBuzz TV logo attract people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I got, you know, Ooh. that's what I did, uh, persuasion and stuff oh, nice. like that. Okay. So um, it was a whole lot of like using psychology, but using it in a marketing and branding way. And then um, while I was there, I took a course under David Craig about transmedia, uh, transmedia like psychology and stuff. So how do you mesh all the elements of the world and how to into a marketing into a branding into all this and that and it's like really really fascinating stuff mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why i just use a lot of that stuff that i learned from my master's degree and i apply it like to my social media which i've been oh. really bad at lately because i'm just it's another job um, it's, a, it's another job but like yeah you know it is lead people down a rabbit hole and put them to where you want them to go and stuff mm. like that. So it, it really, it did help. It does help. And I actually have me being a professional wrestler on my resume. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Tony, my bad. I don't know if you can get this, uh, DJ, show your displeasure. If you can't, DJ Tony. can you, uh, hit up the jeopardy theme song? Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, he was ready, man. So, uh, we're going to intro... I like you, Tony. <laughs> I'm really impressed. So we're going to intro, an, uh, intro a new segment for the show. It's going to be Rapid Hot Tag. Tony, what's up, boy? So we're going to hit you up with some questions. Okay. You really... Okay. That's that, that's that sugar right honey iced tea right We're going to hit you up with some questions. First word that comes to mind, that's what you say. All right. So here we go. Um, always early or always late? Early. Last person you text? <laughs> rapid fire Sarah <laughs> when was not this not, <laughs> when was the last time you lied <laughs> that's amazing it's amazing I don't know I really don't know I'm sorry it th- nothing to be sorry that's about good. that's a good thing good. Uh, if you could change one thing in the world what would it be cancer what is what is it that you really love about yourself Oh, the first thing that came to my mind was my heart. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, celeb you want to meet? Uh, the guy that plays Lucifer. Okay. On Lucifer. Last show you binge watched? Oh, uh, Cougar Town. Uh, guilty pleasure? Ice cream. Favorite food? Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Dream dinner date? Uh, I don't know why. Neil Patrick Harris comes to head. Okay. I'm sure that'd be fun. Okay. If you were fun. a crayon, what color would you be? Red. Um, favorite season? Fall. And um oh we're not gonna ask that one that's not that's, that was if you were on death row what would be your what would be your last meal oh lord 
<laughs> taquitos. You said taquitos? Like just a whole plate yeah, of taquitos. Yeah, with guacamole. Like, so like, so no, 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 no. My, my, my parents make some really oh, good ones. You're going to have your mom that's make it. you some taquitos. That's for a nice last meal. All right. Oh, there you have it. We're going to um, hit up uh, Mr. Evan T. Mack, uh, some stuff for the after buzzers. Oh, for real? It's like that? I mean, yeah, it's, it's like that. It's like that. This is like a public service announcement right here, Tony. I need some music for this. No, um, after buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve your television fans, but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you, and it'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, do not be, because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. Shout out to Johan Payne. Yep. Mm -hmm. For now, (laughs) thanks for being the best fans, and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. Yeah. All right, Miss Sarah, hit us up with that uh, star, star of the week. week. I get music. Pro wrestling. Star of the week. That's real. Shade, Star of the week. Although you may have heard her called Kagets on Women of Honor. I've never heard it pronounced that way, so what do I know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you may recognize her from the Women of Honor Championship Tournament. Yep. She currently wrestles for Stardom. Um, where she is the reigning World of Stardom champion, and she's known for this like really big, charismatic personality, her incredible athleticism. She's got a really great look. She's pretty awesome. I'm kind of like all about her right now, in case you can't tell. Um, all of her hard striking and charisma and all that stuff was on display during her Women of Honor match versus Sumi Sakai. I recommend you check that out, though it's not the recommended video. I cheated a little bit. Uh, I first learned about her when I visited Japan in January, and that's why I became such a fan. So my recommended match is the one I actually watched in January. You'll have to either search the dark webs for it, I'm not going to tell you how to get there, or you need to sign up for a World of Stardom account. Um, it is the Queen's Quest versus Oedo Tai, I never know how to pronounce that, Elimination Gauntlet match from January 21st, 2018. Um, this match paired Kagetsu up against Io Shirai and Piper Niven, and I'm still talking about it, so you really need to go and check it out. And also our past guest, Chris Wolf, was uh, on that show as well and in that match, so check it out. Word. Thank you, Sarah, for that. Oh, why are you still pausing? <laughs> we love our WPW Warriors, and we thank you for being yeah. on our live chat, watching yeah. us on YouTube, listening to us on iTunes. Um, when we post Star of the Week, you guys are all about it, so we are definitely about all that. Keep those coming. Um, we do, we're going to have a little special end of season one show where there's going to be no guests. We're going to be the guest, and supposedly I'm bringing in somebody to also ask additional questions in addition to these two, because... Um, um, I was just kind of afraid. So um, so send us your questions um, on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, we will try to answer them mostly. Yeah, um, yeah. Shout I'll answer out. all of them. Shout out to care. Beyonce knows. Oh, really? You, you doing that? I'm now. shouting out! So too now late, you were scared late. of America's too Sweetheart. Late. Now you're scared <laughs> of the beehive. Of the beehive. Yeah, they're going to come. We need beehive. to cut that. That's going to cut. Yo, it. Pena, uh, so what's good, weird. boy? Uh, well, you think he's going to protect you? Bosa Will. Yo, Joseph Bosa, what up? <laughs> Dan, Jay Will, what's um, good? So our poll <laughs> is May Young Classic. Are you planning to watch the Mae Young Classic? Yay or nay? I mean, you also should be saying yay should because be you watch yay. the show. But, you know, I'm, there might be a nay because there is a lot of wrestling out there. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Just let us know. And, you know, no judgment. Well, maybe I'm, a little I'm bit of judge. judge you I'm judging. You don't watch that. I'm a judge. You watch this. Don't watch that. Judged. Yeah. <laughs> Consider yourself judged. Thank you to the Equal Opportunity Ass Kicker. Ray Rose. Thank you. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me under all social media under the name Razor Pops. 
That's R-A- adorably violent. R-A-Z-E-R-P-O-P-S. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, After Buzz Wrestling and Sports. Uh, give us a thumbs up, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, Twitter, WPW Weekly. Yes. Yeah. Instagram, Women's Wrestling. Weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Um, we're, we're still trying to figure, <laughs> we try to figure things out. <laughs> trying to make things easier. Don't and sometimes it just got, <laughs> it got complicated. Um, follow us on After it Buzz did. TV. It did. Um, where can they find you, uh, Mr. Chocolate Sweetheart? Um, I'll let your boy. Um, you know, Evan T. Mac. Um, as God in the Bible intended. <laughs> show did. I show did. Oh, damn I show you. did. As God in the Bible intended. Evan. You're just coming after everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We need to figure out what we need to exercise Evan because he's got a lot of demons right now. Oh my God! Something's, it's the water he's drinking. It's the water God he's drinking. In the Bible intended. Put yourself on the people's catchphrases. Well, I'm Sarah the Rebel. Sarah has an H. Mm-hmm. What was you gonna say after that? Nothing. Oh, really? That's it. <laughs> That's the important thing you need to know. That's there's an H. Oh, you know what? Also, this is not the first show for women's wrestling. Mm-mm-mm. There, I said it. We're, we're not, we haven't. You been can t- find my own podcast, mm-hmm. Women Wrestling oh, Friends. Put yourself over. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You want to okay. you want to steal people's oh, stuff? My. I'll steal some thunder. Okay, so check out my podcast. Okay. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah. Where do people find you today? We, we haven't been saying we're the first, by the way. We've been saying we're the number one. Number one. Number one. And I mean, it, you are on the show. Cole. Yeah, she owned the so, show. She owned the show. Just saying we are the number one women's wrestling <laughs> show on the planet because that's just what we've, we've been saying. Um, anyways, thank you for watching us. We know there are a lot of uh, podcasts and shows that you could be watching. There's a lot of wrestling you could be watching, but you yet stay stay with us. Um, season one has been a blast. We have a couple more episodes. First season one, season two is going to be on fire. We have a lot of stuff in plan, so I'm really, really excited. A lot of emails have been going out. Everybody kind of hates me, but you know, we'll get through it all together. <laughs> Other than that, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. We will check you out next week. Yeah. Ciao. From executive producers Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, producer TK Trinidad, and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling, we ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.